listen, we decree for right and now. we declare in the name of Jesus. Declare. Come on now. That these things will come into hey. fruition. We declare, Real now. we declare in the name of Jesus that the finances will be released in the name of Jesus. That the things that are being held mm -hmm. up uh, uh, from each person taking part in this podcast, each person taking part in this ministry would be released now in the name of Jesus. That the, the riches of the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous and that it would be mm -hmm. released now in the name of jesus we pray right now that your pe that god's people will no longer know anything about financial hardship that they will walk into a new season a new season will be ushered into they will be ushered into a new season of prosperity of generational wealth no more curses no more lack of in the name of jesus we decree and we declare this and we seal it with the blood of jesus amen Oh, we about to go into prayer mode, man. I just got out of prayer. Let me go. Welcome to the Godman <laughs> Podcast, everybody. Ah, oh man, wow. Oh, Not man. the big ha. Huh? This is about to be one of those. Uh, Rodney, this is about to be one of those. I, uh, I just got into that prayer mode again, and I just wanna, yeah. So, welcome to the Godman Podcast. This is your boy Mike. Hey, yo, what up? This your boy Rock, and we're coming together to give you guys a intermission. Um, we had planned to release the next part of the Head of the Household series, which would be on fatherhood. However, we're going to instead review our what the two podcasts that we just had previous with our first guest, Pastor David Coleman, and we're also going to get into and chop it up a little bit about what's going on in each other's lives. So, Rodney, yeah, what did you sure. think about the uh, two episodes we've had with David? When I tell you... My notepad is full, like full, full, full. Like, yo, David was dropping gems that was so like, that was needed. And um, just for me personally, just out of, even though I didn't know the five Ps, because we have talked about that before. Of course, being the provider, the prophet, the priest, the protector, and the and the pastor. Thank you so much. I needed that. <laughs> I got you. Um, I just I loved how David was able to break down each of them and was able to provide the significance of that and how every man needs to exude those five things. I love that. Um, you know, David is always a knowledgeable person when it comes to things like this. And I love the part where um, we was able to ask questions, especially the one <laughs> when you asked. Um, About you smashing so, my wife? Okay, the second thing I like listening was <laughs> and that too. Because, yo, yo, that was a real one. That was a real one. We're like, yo, <laughs> like if this happens, what's going to what's gonna happen? But also I did love the fact um, when, I think when you said, so when you come home when the food's cold, like what do you do? What do you do after that? <laughs> I was like, yeah. So if you come home and this chicken is cold. <laughs> Dave was like, microwaves, microwaves. Man, I enjoy it. So one thing, because, you know, David and our relationship, right, is I joke around and clown around a lot with him, just like I do with you. So I definitely enjoyed that because I was able to, you know, just blindside him with a couple of things that were, you know, some jokes and everything and whatnot. And really just catch him off guard and just to get a response and see what his answer was going to be about it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but like you said, it was a lot of uh, gems that were dropped and a lot of uh, information that, you know, was beneficial for anybody. Uh, oh, God, man. So I definitely encourage anybody who hasn't listened to the two episodes to go back and give them a listen because it's very powerful and it's very good hearing the perspective that he gave on these issues. For example, I mean... Full full transparency in the first podcast, there was a question I asked that he had to disagree with, and I kind of got called out for a second. I mean, he agreed but disagreed because the way I phrased it about you know having friends of the opposite sex, and my thing is a case by case. I said I don't agree with it at all for the most part, except if the person's you know like family to you. Like I'm cool with people that are family. I just I don't do friends. I know what being a friend means. Just friends. I know what just friends is. Mm-hmm. Nah, I mean it's like what Chris Rock said. <laughs> Girls have platonic friends. We don't have platonic friends. We just got we girls. We ain't yet. Nah, I mean. <laughs> nah, for real though. That's a, and almost honestly, I forgot the question you asked first until right now when you reminded me. Just. No. I mean, but that's so that's no. how much content we covered just within the two hours between the two episodes mm. that we were had talking to him. It was so much discussed. And to be honest, bro, does it not feel mm-hmm. like there's a third episode that could happen? Man, we might have to like tap David on the shoulder, like, hey, David, um, I don't know how your schedule is, but you know, we we I'm I'm gonna say there's a tug in the atmosphere and um, you know, I feel like there's another one that needs to be um pulled on. But yes, I we definitely have a part three very soon, very soon. David has to be like one of our special guests. Our special guests were like, yo, you know who it is. You know who it is. Yeah, but at a certain point when you just keep having them on, they're not guests anymore, they're regulars. <laughs> Here we are with the regular. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um I love that for real. And um I was trying to think what else did I like. Um Trying to think what else did I like? Um I think how we talked about like like dating and how it's important to pick the right one, especially being unequally yoked. Um, that's definitely a big one for real. And um even just in marriage in general, um, when you do get information from someone who is definitely in a relationship and most specifically in marriage, because that's what we are working towards, it's great to have someone who can provide the blueprint and also Oh, matter of fact, this is like a little side note that I love what David said uh, right before he introduced the five P's where he says, um, with all the five P's, the foundation is Christ. That was like Mm. one of the main things I took from everything that he spoke from these past two episodes that you got to have Christ as your foundation. So getting back to what I was saying, um, it was great listening to somebody who was had godly principles ethics and morals and was able to embody those things and apply those to his marriage and who can give us the insight like hey you're gonna have ups you're gonna have downs but you know it's important to um give everything to christ and exude the same love that he has so um so just knowing david personally and just knowing what he's um feeding towards you and me to our fellow godmen out there it was great to have this conversation so I got two um, and things. feel like an authentic. Go ahead, Go ahead. Yeah, but it was just definitely great to have 
um, just an authentic conversation uh, with them. It was dope. All right. So, yes, that's very true. So, number one, Rodney, you sound incredibly crisp on the mic right now. Like, your sound quality is amazing. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Question, though, do you have a pop filter? Do I have a pop filter? I do. I can dig one up. Are, are my P's coming in? Yo, they're coming in hard. Coming in hard. Okay, <laughs> like, fact, I'm looking me... at the levels right now. Every time you say P, it goes from yellow. It goes from, like, green to red. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this man's P's are going puh, hey, puh, you know what? puh, it's, puh. You know what? It's good. It's good. Because, um, all right, how's that now? Sound good? Should I, should I do my, my P's right now? My Go P's? For it. Okay. Um, pineapple. Bam. Um, you good. Okay, great. See, it was another P word that came to my mind, but I can't say it because it's the podcast. So I can't say Ooh, it. We whoa, are God. Whoa, whoa, here. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, we, let's, let's get first, So first, the, the second I'll thing. I'll say porcupine. Porcupine. <laughs> porcupine. Where, where's your mind dead, Mike? Where was your mind dead? I'll say porcupine. Uh, My mind that was <laughs> vagina. Another word for that. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> like, what's up? He sees it, hey. That kitty cat. <laughs> nah, I mean, like, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> anyway. We is wild, um, man. The God the, Man podcast. The the keeping podcast. it real. <laughs> keeping a buck. Keeping it real. But, that's um, all we do. The next thing I want to say was one of the things that I really. What did you think about the his takes on the cheating thing, right? Mm. In the second With podcast. The cheating thing. So remember when we were talking um, about like he was like, yeah. So yeah, no, I like I said, I don't believe in divorce and period, right? And we were talking about like what if she mm-hmm. cheats and all that and I was like, I gotta work it out and he basically said kinda like the same thing. And he was mm-hmm. like, One thing you gotta go and find out is what caused the other person to cheat. So if it's your wife, exactly. what happened that caused her to cheat? And, you know, like what's going on in the relationship? Why did she feel like she needed to and I was like Man, listen, hold up. I ain't trying to like, I don't I ain't really for excuses on none of that. However, mm-hmm. women again is different than when it, and I understood what he said because it's different from when a woman cheats to when a man cheats. Mm-hmm. Typically a woman is not cheating for physical gratification. That's true. You know, women cheat typically. Typically, not always. There's some women that cheat for physical gratification, but usually that's not in a marriage. But typically when a woman cheats in a marriage and steps out, it is because of emotional things going on in the household, right? Or lack of emotional mm-hmm. things. So it was very interesting to really get that, you know, because at the same time, if you decide to work out your marriage, y'all going to have to go to marriage counseling. That's one of the questions about the, that's one of the things that marriage counselor is going to be trying to get to the bottom of. Because you can't create healing without a first addressing the real problem in the relationship. And I was just like, man. But she still cheated, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> My whole thing is, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was wrong, fine, whatever. She still cheated, though. Mm-hmm. Nah, for real. Um, I think it's through... Ah. Uh... I'm sorry. It's so many scriptures are coming to my head when it comes to this because this is the God Man podcast. So, um, so when I the first thing that comes to my mind when I'm thinking about this, Mike, is faith. And you know what, what the Bible says in Hebrews about how faith is um, the substance and things that we hope for. And so, it, you really have to put your faith and hope in this situation because 
you got to realize in that type of situation, it's going to take God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit to get through this obstacle and this challenge. Because the fact that someone cheated, abused your trust, and the bond that you two shared, she shared that with somebody else. And it's going to take that type of faith and belief in God to help make a way out of no way. Because let's be honest, like, as a man, that's that's one of the biggest things to hurt us or break us, to see our woman with a, another human being. That's going to hurt for sure, for sure. And then um, Gotta go that's what it's going to take. He said what? Got to go Jamaican. Got to go to Jamaican. <laughs> um, yeah, because I know I can only speak for me personally. For me, I'm, I love, so I love hard. So even though deep down I don't want a divorce, divorce is not in me. I'm willing to work it out. But, hey, it's going to take some counseling. It's going to take some trust exercises. Like, I really have to forgive you for what you've done and that's one of the hardest things to do knowing we're under the same roof we got kids i gotta see you every day most likely i can't even sleep in the same bed probably because i'm in the back of my mind that's all i'm going to think about and because deep down that can really be trauma because even though let's say in the future you know i have forgiven you we've gone through counseling and done a b a b c and d but sometimes in the back of your mind, the enemy will try to remind you about what happened. And then you can find yourself back in that mental state of as if it happened just five minutes ago. So that's why I say it's really going to take faith um, in God and prayer to really rekindle and try to progress from the situation. So what you think about those po those people who have the mentality of, well, if she cheats, I got to get one on her now. Um, I got to go catch me another body. I gotta, well, catch a body, no. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> no, for sure. I got um, <laughs> to go and slay, some, uh, slay another lion. Oh, yeah. For sure. Lioness. Like, I got to go get this. some. Man, those are bad analogies today. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go hey, you swimming with some You know, the best way you get under somebody. Hey, yeah, you, you know, I got to put my hand on someone else's doorknob. Um, but Look, honestly, you got. To, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You, you know, I, well, you know, I, I came, you know, I helped with the assist. Um, when it comes to these situations, Mike. And don't get me wrong. Like, I get it. Sometimes when we hurt. Yeah. And honestly, I get it um, when you're feeling that hurt and that pain. As humans, we want to use and do everything and everybody to so we don't feel that hurt. Whether we may go through our vices, we may want to drink alcohol, we may want to smoke weed, we may want to pop a pill, we may want to sleep with somebody because they help get rid of that physical feeling and take our mental somewhere else. But we have to realize all that is temporary. All that will eventually fade away and then you will eventually go back to the feeling where it is so no you have to go through that storm even though it's hurt even though it's marriage you have to go through this especially if this is who god divinely designed for you to be to build his kingdom to build his glory and a hey, this is just me just spitballing what if this happens just so god can get the glory in the situation and how hey she cheated i did my thing but we came back together through 
prayer and forgiveness and trust and by the glory of God, now our marriage is a testimony to say, hey, we went through our storms and troubles, but yours doesn't have to be this way. Or if you're going through it, there is a way out and Jesus will provide a way to rekindle the relationship that he has ordained. So as a couple or as a person who is dealing with somebody who has cheated or thinking about cheating, just to get even, you got to realize, will that solve anything? Will it worth having another soul tie? Will it be worth emotionally investing somebody who wanted a future with you, but hey, I'm married to somebody, so I can't give that part of you because I'm with somebody else. So you got to think about that if you're thinking about trying to get even with your partner who has cheated. You got to think about, is this going to solve anything? Is this going to make it better? I, I understand that, Rodney, but she cheated, Rodney. In my bed, she, she cheated. I, I walked in. I know on bare booty cheeks, up in the air, clapping her cheeks. He was wearing my house shoes. I walked in, and he was wearing my robe. <laughs> <laughs> I oh okay. It's I'll be honest. It's it's hard trying to separate the godly from the from the world. I'll be honest with y'all. Like I'll be honest with y'all. If this wasn't like no oh no. Psalms, Rodney, Genesis, Exodus, all that stuff. Trust me, ideally, Rock is gonna lay hands. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm <laughs> screaming, yelling, breaking stuff. Me and the old dude going gonna fight probably. Um, that's the real thing. Like, Rodney, please don't go. Yeah, Mike. So, what about you? What about you? Never about Rodney, cause I know what Rodney's gonna do, and it's not gonna be pretty. Uh, I have a history. I have a history of knots. I'm not saying this is who I am now, but in the past, Mike has not responded well to betrayal, to heartache and pain, or and he's never responded well to disrespect. And I'm he's always used to be quick to take it to that place when it came to being disrespected. You cheating on me is disrespect, but in my own household is the ultimate disrespect. Everybody catching hands. And that's if I don't have. You know what? Let's keep it a buck. Mm -hmm. God knows not to send me a cheater because of how. I am with cheating. That's like the one thing I think in a relate in, in a relationship and a marriage. That would cause me to completely lose it now i'm not saying that i can't grow and evolve because i'm god's working on me daily i'm renewing my mind daily washing myself with the word i'm constantly being developed but as it stands right now <laughs> if i was married today and i walked in on some dude clapping my wife's cheeks I got slugs for everybody. Wow. Pew, pew. Everybody gonna die tonight. 
pew, pew. Everybody going to die tonight. <laughs> but like I said, man, that's why, like, fam, it's like, I can't, that's why I said for me, like, it's, it's not something like, it's not really something I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, Just, yeah, bro. Just, God knows me. He know I'm not ready for something like that. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think anyone's really and ever I'll ready see. to be cheated on, but, like, God know the extremes that at this moment, in my current character development hasn't reached the point where I could go through that and come out without being a criminal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna just leave it that way. The fact you said without being <laughs> well, if you if we're oh being God, honest, that... if we're being honest, she's technically a criminal because she broke a contract. That's true. And a I am, and now I am owed restitution for this contract breaking, and I decide how I want to take my restitution. <laughs> but um, no, also like. It's also like if we keeping it in a buck, like she broke a covenant with God. So that's something that when you cheat, you don't have to just deal with the person you cheated on. Yeah, you gotta you gotta deal with them, but like you gotta deal with God because that was a covenant you made with God as well as the person that you were with. So mm-hmm. like cheating on them fam you gotta you gotta you gotta deal with god on that like you Uh you didn't just swear those vows to that person you swore them before god you included god in this contract so yeah that's that's those those are my feelings those are my feelings right okay but you know that's coming from an emotional place which is not what we're called to come from Especially as men, we're not called to be emotional like that and come from an emotional place. We're supposed to think logically and spiritually. We're supposed to always keep the bigger picture in mind. Like, we're not supposed to be run by our emotions. Like, mm-hmm. women do that enough. Don't be like yeah. a woman, you're a man. Oh my God, he sounds like he's a misogynist. Okay, fine. That, whatever. <laughs> that's toxic masculinity. <laughs> no, that's logics. The moment men start thinking emotionally is the moment wars are started and all this other bull crap. Right, gotta gotta be logical. Gotta be logical. This you can have emotions. Just let them take over. This is chess, not checkers. Right. I'm leaving here with something. I'm leaving <laughs> here with something. <laughs> All right. So what else okay. stood? Um, what else stood out to you about those podcasts, bro? Um, with the podcast, what stood out? Um, I think this is dope. I think this is amazing. Um. I loved how Pastor Keisha was able to assist with David's transformation. Oh, he didn't um, even tell the half of it either. <laughs> yeah, I, I know he gave us a little bit. I know he gave us a little bit. But um, but I think this is a great way of showing how ideally 
um, how spiritually David probably wasn't where he is at where he is at now compared to her. But I loved how the patience she had and the love she had was able to help and assist transform, even though, of course, we all know she wasn't the transformation, but she led to the one who could do the transformation. And slowly but surely, as David gave God his heart, he was able to grow and evolve into the man who she needed. So I do love the fact how the relationship has blossomed through that. And even still to this day, you can see how much she holds him down. So just seeing the transformation and how much love and respect he has for her, like you can tell just the way how he voices to her, like even when the moment in the podcast when when she says, so why do you love me? And then David says, will you make it easy for me to love you? Um, I think that's like one of the dopest things when you can find somebody who makes it easy to love and to share those moments with. No, I think he was, don't get me wrong. You're going to have times. You're going to have times and moments when um, you're going to bicker, you're going to fight. But when you have someone we come home to, come home to, can vent, can talk about anything. Then after that, pray with you, help you with the purpose that God has for you. And she's part of that purpose. Like, that's one of the things about I loved about the podcast. Just talking about the transparency that he has um, while he's living this life with his helpmate, for sure. Most definitely. And, you know, it's funny, right? So there's so David and Keisha's story is like it actually goes against everything I say and believe about a non-believer <laughs> and a believer getting together <laughs> because I've always been the one of, yo, no, it don't work that way. Like I'm not about to try to convince you to come to Jesus and lead you to Christ just because, you know, like just because you're going to be my woman or mm-hmm. something like, no, nah, you got to find your God for yourself. You know what I mean? And that's what comes with that equal yoking thing that I always talk about. Right. But, sometimes it works the opposite way and for me it's just like when i see those times it's like yo hats off to you and you know to god be the glory but it wouldn't be me (laughs) no for real nah and 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 that's hard that's really hard because i got that it's low-key programmed in my mind when i think about that for real most definitely because i mean how many times have we seen this especially in like and like movies and stuff like that, especially it, oh my goodness, in the black culture and neighborhood and like a black community. How many times have we heard like, oh, the black woman who's in the God and everything finds like this gangster hoodlum or whatever. And she's like, oh, well, I like him because they happen to love gangsters and all this mess. And I'm going to lead him <laughs> to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And the majority of the time, what happens? She ends up together. pregnant or whatever. They end up finally together. He might end up baby daddy, might end up a husband, but most majority of the time she do not lead that man to God. Yeah. Your love for another person typically cannot lead you to God. Like that's something God because you because you'd be putting that person above God at that point. You're starting off in the wrong place. You mm-hmm. know? That's why I say when it comes to stuff like that, it's different. Like David knew already a lot of the truth and stuff because his mom raised him, right? And she, you know, in church and everything. So 
he uh but so you know when he was with Keisha and everything I believe now we'd have to hear it from him but I believe by the time he was with Keisha like he already knew a lot of what you know the truth was in the matter and I think with Keisha it was him seeing somebody living it out you know and him falling in love with that girl and her you know and she's living it out and everything and that's what helped to bring him out of that lifestyle he was in especially because you know she was clearly covering that man in prayer mm-hmm. no for sure for sure yeah definitely and um it's crazy like that's how it happened with me i remember like the whole reason and if y'all heard the origin story, you y'all know how I got to Christ. It was because of a girl who I was strongly attracted to. She was in the Lord, and that that drew me to the church. And uh, like, I mean, not I ain't say we got married or nothing like that. I, mean, I ain't say book? nothing like that. Or I'm thinking, she, he's a he's a what? The one whose name yes, has book, to do with a yes. book. Okay. Uh, yes, yes, her. Yes, you know God. You know God bless her. She's doing great things in the ministry, but um, she yeah, watered the seed like that was, was planted. Who, hey, she 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 doing her thing. I was about to say because Pastor May's definitely planted that seed. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, she you no, know, she good. You no, know, she um, you no, know, she moved to Columbus. Um, she's an ordained minister now, so that's dope. And she's doing her thing. I'm, I'm congratulations. Proud of her. But yes. Yeah, She's Come living proof that you like can, it. you know, you can have kids and and find a husband. <laughs> just not one of these men. Just, just, yeah, just, 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 just not, not me. I'm, I'm done with the. I'm just, just, just not me. I'm, I'm done. Like I'm. This is like a little. This we getting off track, but I'm honestly. Wait, I think we, we talked about this during the podcast too. I think we talked about um, act <laughs> of <kids>. God. <laughs> we. <laughs> We talked about this. We said, I said, I can't date or get in touch with a woman with kids. I just can't. Well, don't, don't get me wrong, guys. I used to. Don't get me wrong. I oh, used to. Mike, breeders. on the other hand, his, first of all, I'm a man of unconditional, I like you, you like me, let's see what this goes. If you have a kid, cool, no problem. The maximum I can do is two. Maximum is two. But my problem, guys, is it's always the baby daddy who don't like me. It's always been like either a they want to fight me b they just mad because i stepped up and and c they mad just because i can do the things they can't do period Nigga, point blank was, i'm gonna i'm gonna leave that alone nah I'm, nah i'm gonna leave that alone i'm gonna leave it alone that was the I'm old, serious that was the old rodney it's fine all things have passed away all things are new all things passed away good that was all things all things passed away so you know i don't do that no more once that happened rodney has been once delivered. i saw the same routine <laughs> i've been delivered from that unless god hey, look unless god says otherwise unless god says hey this is the one who's part of your purpose part of your ministry y'all gonna have this together boom you need to be with this person but i'm like god just why hey i'm cool just hey but yeah, the guys, that's why I can't do. Well, my preference is to not do it with a woman with kids no more, unless God says otherwise. That or if the baby daddy is cool. Other than that, Mike, we already know what yours is. You I've, voiced that I've, enough I've on always, the last episode. It was not just that episode. I've said it before. I have always been 
over my like like act of God. That has always mm-hmm. been my answer for that question. I have never been like I will date a girl with kids because again, my mentality is with as bad as my past used to be, I still had took enough responsibility to not go out here and procreate and create children. Right? And at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and folks ain't gonna like this, but look, at the end of the day, kids are the one, uh, have, a woman getting pregnant is the majority of her responsibility. She has a responsibility at the end of the day of telling that guy she don't want to get pregnant because she's the one that gets pregnant. She also controls access to sex. You don't want to get pregnant. You tell that guy to put a condom on you on having sex. You know, like, like plain and simple. Dude says, oh, well, I'm allergic. Oh, okay, well, you better go find you some of them sheepskin or whatever. Right, <laughs> straight up. Deny Dang. access until they get come correct. But. Hey, mm-hmm. I understand stuff happens, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I also don't believe in abortions. So, you know, let's say you had a condom that popped. Well, that's an act of God. That's I believe that's an act of God on you. Or if you have like an IUD or something like that and you get pregnant anyway, that is definitely an act of God. But um, hey. straight up, like, I just feel like if I didn't with all the partners i've had in the history my history right which is a disgustingly high number and i never once got a girl pregnant and i always wrapped up i feel like if i got took that kind of responsibility for myself and didn't go out here and create kids then i shouldn't have to deal with another man's children i love babysitting that's great but i never once claim any of them kids i'm babysitting as my own But again, that's just me. That's Mike. Everybody ain't like that. Some people, you know, some guys I've seen on the internet (coughs) will say that, you know, it takes a real man to step up and take care of somebody else's kids. Hey, hats off to you. if That's your definition of being a real man. For sure. Stepping up and mentoring these kids, that's one thing, yeah. Because everybody ain't gonna have a father, you know, mentoring and being a spiritual father to them. That's one thing. But stepping up and Deciding I'm going to marry this woman that got all these kids? Yeah, nah, because it's too many things, bro. First off, you're going to come check second to those kids in the marriage, and I don't believe in that. I, I full-heartedly believe that the the married couple, each person comes before the kids. So my wife's going to come before my kids, my my, and I better come before the kids in her eyes, right? And then like we come before the kids. It's like, you know, because at the end of the day, like, bro, like, ooh, I want to say that so bad. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs> but we we will say that for another time, I guess. Say that for another time. No, we can't say that for any podcast what I wanted to say. <laughs> oh, never mind. Also, so this is just a behind closed doors type of talk. This is a... <laughs> Oh man, I gotta I gotta do some praying because you know what it says, man. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Oh. right. But real talk, man. Like, yeah, and I can't. I I I just I can't. It's it's gonna take an act of God, like an act of God. 
Like I I I just nah, incorporate into this, bro. Why would I go? If it's not a it's not a money thing, right? And let's say it's even cheaper to get a new. I go to use I go to a car dealership. Mm-hmm. And I got the option to get a new car or a car that's had you know six owners mm-hmm. and comes oh, with man. a bunch of baggage and repairs needing to be done and a lot of miles. And by the way, this car inherently costs more than the new car. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy the used car. I'm buying the new car. It has less mileage. Mm-hmm. It does. It's only, it's had no owners. No, I mean, like mm-hmm. doesn't come with any baggage and repairs that need to be done. And it's cheaper. Like there's no, there's no, mm-hmm. there's no comparison. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna get canceled. Also, <laughs> now also, I mean also look, I I will say this. Um, this is what I've dealt with sometimes, where they say, where they don't want no more, and then like, especially as like you know as God and man, you know we low key saved ourselves, so you know we don't got kids or nothing like that nature. You know, Mike, I know you want a dang um football team, whatever. Baseball. I know I want my, hmm. Baseball team. You what? Come correct. It's a yeah, baseball team. Yeah, guys. Mike wants a baseball team. Mike wants a Dane Village. Okay, I'm cool with with my tennis. Okay, I'm good with tennis. I want one or two. Give me one or two. I'm good. Two. So Rodney, like, we talked about this. The only wrong number. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two. Yeah, I forgot about yeah two. And Mike, you know what's crazy? That's what I've been saying too. I said, nah, give me two. Give me two. But yes, so give me my tennis, and I'm good. Give me two. And they actually need Golf. to be relatively Two. close in age. Like, if you got them six years apart, then it defeats the purpose. Yeah, for sure. Definitely definitely between that, you said that one to three years, correct? Yeah. People don't like to hear yeah, that because so, they go, oh, yeah. well, the woman's body and all that. But it's like, yo, fam, that snaps back, all right? It, God made it to be like that. But, yeah, like, I'm like, bro, I'm actually literally taking childhood development right now. I got, like, three weeks left in the course. And yeah, like the mm-hmm. only wrong answer is one when it comes to ha- number of kids mm-hmm. to have, and it's better to have them closer, like one to three years apart in age. Well, two to three, because I mean, if you got them one year apart in age, then you were hitting that before she was ready to get. <laughs> but like two to three years in age, because they need to be relatively mm-hmm. like as far as the social standard, like how they're gonna learn and interact with each other. They need to be closer in age than further apart. When you get them too far apart, like. You know, we're not on a podcast right now about this, all right? <laughs> That's not what we're in the pod about right now. Point right, being, sure, like, sure, yeah, sure. Mike wants his own kids. And, like, and it's it's very true. Most girls that be having kids would be saying they don't want any more. Like, mm-hmm. the the mutual friend we have that I'd be that I was babysitting, I haven't talked to her in a minute, by the way. <laughs> you know, she, I told you. Uh, 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 yeah. I told you how I'd be, like, with the yeah. and feeling about yeah. her sometimes. Yeah. Um, but she's like, she can't see herself having more kids. She don't want no more. And I'm just like, I mean, okay. But if you do, you like, you you get married, your husband's more than likely going to want some kids. He going he gonna to most likely want to put one in you at least. Huh? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. if you find a dude that don't want kids, I mean, more, you know, hats off to you. But, like, that's a lot of them girls be saying that. Like, oh, not I've had my real. kids. I'm done now. And it's like. Well, shoot, that's not fair to the person who ends up wifing you, though. Right. 
So again, he got to take care of somebody else's seed. Like that's not his. Anyway, yeah. So Anyways. that's 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 our thoughts on that right there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, this episode, this episode might get me in trouble. <laughs> this episode might get me in trouble. Which right means me. I'm in trouble too, Sue. I'm here with you. Yeah, like, Ronnie, associ- we saw what y'all was talking about. Man, Y'all supposed to be man of God. Y'all were bashing women. Narcissists. I think you used that word wrong, but okay. <laughs> like, look, they, they use it wrong doesn't make too us, sometimes. It doesn't make us narcissists. It just well, in my mind, every time... <laughs> man, look, I feel us. like every time I breathe, a girl be like, narcissist. I'm like, what did I... I'm just breathing. The heck? That's narcissistic breathing you're doing, Rodney. How dare you? You only think about your own air, and you think it's superior to everyone else's. I'm like, man, like, how can I, mean, I live? Well, if it's okay. going in my lungs, it's superior to me than anyone else's hair. Right. 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 My Lord says, says Anthony, have breath. Okay. Um, what else about the podcast that we love? Jesus help us. <laughs> right, Lord, please help us. We're, we're still in development. We're still in development. <laughs> Jesus help us. Just started just remember, all praying in this podcast. <laughs> hey, hey, this is dress rehearsal. Just, just dress rehearsal until we go up to heaven. This is just dress rehearsal. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, hey, look, look. Every time, I, every time I mess up, I'm gonna say that. Hey, this is just dress rehearsal. This is dress rehearsal until I go off to glory. Then it's the, it's the show. Curtains up, <laughs> and uh, I I expect to be in dress rehearsal for like another hundred and hundred and fifty years. Oh, oh shoot! Oh, you you trying to get some of that that um that Abraham age? Okay. I mean, like I would say like the Adam age, but I don't know if I want to be here for close to a millennia. Nah, I'm like, good. That's, that's that's a long time. I'm like, do I get to sleep? Some of those times, do I get to sleep? Right, like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm become a millionaire just so I can sleep for three years, and I do mean like three years. I'm gonna hibernate like a bear. Not I'm gonna get real. like I'm gonna get to like 450 pounds and go to sleep for three <laughs> years and wake up and be like 200 pounds and skinny. Nah, for real though. Like, oh my gosh, rapper. <sighs> All right, buddy. You got anything else about the podcast that you want to follow? Um, We talked, and we hit on this in both podcasts, right? About being the healer. Because again, this is—I'm—I'm I'm just bringing up stuff I didn't necessarily agree a hundred percent with. But I understand where he's coming from, and it makes sense, right? As far as being the healer and everything, because you know me, man, I'm big on yo. If I, if Mike, me, me guys, is my opinion. This doesn't reflect the views of the church. But if I was able to, and this is what I was said on the pod, if I was able to fix myself and heal myself and do everything that I needed to do to take accountability for my own past traumas, why can't you do the same thing before you get into a relationship? It's irresponsible for you to be dating without your traumas healed. Why should I have to take upon the responsibility of having to heal you and having to wash you with the blood. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm not going to pray for you or it's a problem, but why should I have to deal with the healing process from something that happened to you five, ten years ago that you should have went to therapy and took upon yourself to get healed? Mm. You know? 
Yeah. And sometimes that, that can really take a toll on a man, for real, to be honest. Um, and then I think I was telling someone this. Tell I was telling someone this the other day. I said to be a man is not easy. Don't get me wrong. I do believe women do have their own trials and tribulations as well, for sure, for sure. But as a man, as the we take on so much, and also to take on what you've been through to cover you in prayer to make sure you're okay and you know as we are helping you in that process that can take a toll on on us a little bit mentally emotionally and spiritually where we're taking on things that's not necessarily us so then we have to go into prayer for our own self to make sure that doesn't um get up on us um it's it's a lot don't get me wrong it's definitely a lot um for real especially with baggage and trauma that that's um she's carrying and harboring and that can spill over into the relationship you know you could be all happy and go lucky and be um in in tune with yourself and then she comes into the house storming raging mad and crying up a storm and you like hey what's going on with you but then it's to that trauma that she has and like i said as a man not saying you won't go there to support her you will but it's definitely it's definitely something. It's definitely something. You know what I should have asked David? It was a how many times in his marriage has he has he tuned out Keisha? Oh man, I'm the king of that. <laughs> I should have kept it. I didn't even think about that. Like, hey, let's 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 talk about some man stuff right now. How many times mm -hmm. in your marriage have you tuned out your wife? Like, man, she been talking and you just went to that place and been like, man, the Patriots played well yesterday. <laughs> just because he's a Patriots fan, y'all. Yeah, man, blah, 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 blah. wonder what's going on at work right now. How many more sales do I need to make to hit this bonus? Blah, blah. Oh, let me tune back in. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's crazy. And then go back to your day, your daydreaming. Not I'm going to play Madden online later today. I wonder who I'll match up with. <laughs> <laughs> let me call Mike and see if he wants to barbecue. <laughs> I just, I, I, I wanted to know that because, like, let's real talk, bro, like, as men, we all know this, bro. We we tune we tune women out. Mm -hmm. We have a we have a tendency to tune women out. We did it to our moms growing up. We do it to mm -hmm. our ladies, like because man, it brings me back to something Patrice O'Neill was making fun of when he was in his special elf in the room. He was talking about like our women, like he was like, "We love you guys." He he was like. We love you, but we don't like you. <laughs> he was like, "We want you to, we want you to be around, but we don't want you to be there." No, like no. We, we don't want to hear you <laughs> at all because it's like, yo, you could be having a great day. You could be having a great day, awesome sun shining. Then you get that just that call, and she just talks up a storm and just drains your energy i'd be like oh my gosh and they just talk they just it's just run on sentences and, you and there's no like, ending she don't... I, well that's crazy hey babe i gotta go okay and then she just well you know this and this and you're like oh <sighs> you're in a room you're interrupting right now i'm trying to play Tekken. i'm losing to no, this asian no. kid <laughs> <laughs> right hey Fellas, what you got to look forward to? 
and the Godman Podcast as we're moving forward to being husbands and head of the households. These will come along with it. I promise no. it's not this bleak. I'm it's ex- not this bleak. We're exaggerating little things. Nah. And, and it depends. Like, some women are going to be, like I said in what the one of the podcasts we did earlier, and I was like, hey, Kings, like, let's get on some Canvas Samuels energy. If you want to play video games and she has a problem with you playing video games, leave her, right? But, like, <laughs> again, but that's within context of you, like, it being, like, managed reasonable. Again, mm-hmm. if you're trying to, like, get on the game for three hours a day, that's a problem. But, like, man, I've I've known a girl that I dated before who told me flat out, like, yeah, no, I don't like, I don't like it if you play video games. Like, what you need to play those for? Like, what you mean what I need to play them for? To escape reality? To escape you? Mm-hmm. Like, listen, lady, I love you. I do, but... I don't want to talk to you for 18 hours out of the day. Like she would want to be on the phone and we would literally be on the phone sometimes. Like when I didn't come into Atlanta and we was across town when I was in college and we'd be on the phone on her day off from like, and I kid you not son up. (laughs) I'm not, not, I can't make this up. It was Mm -hmm. from like sun up until like, really late evening and i'm just like fam like i don't it's not that's not how this is supposed to work <laughs> like at all it's not how this is supposed to work i should be allowed to sleep i should be allowed to do whatever i shouldn't have to Stay up and be on the phone with you all day, every day. Bro, some people just clingy. Let's just put it that way, man. Yeah. Some people just clingy. I know we, yeah, got, that's off, how it we is. got way off topic, bro. That's all right. No, that's the best part about the God Man podcast. It's, it's, it's a conversation, but from godly men. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Bro, like, I am about to... This piano thing. So, oh, so for everybody listening, right? I've been learning to play piano, right? And I've really only been practicing consistently now, again. Because I I, I used, I started learning in 2018, I want to say. Might have been 2017. I think it was 2018. I'm going to say, no, 2017. Let's say 2017. I started learning in 2017 how to play. Um, late 2017 might have been towards the end, and I was learning. Then it got inconsistent because I had to hit the road. We were traveling, you know, Rodney. So I was away from my house for like five months at the time. So no practice happening. Moved to Georgia. Oh look, I'm practicing again. It's on a semi basic, semi regular basis. Except learning really to play classical piano, which was not helping me at all with anything or theory. Um. And then things happen. Normal's lost my truck. Got to sell the keyboard. Blah blah blah. Bought a piano back in like twenty. I don't know if that was twenty nineteen. I guess. Yeah, into twenty nineteen, twenty twenty, one of them. It might have been no. It was twenty twenty. I bought that piano in twenty twenty, like a full piano, guys. 
did not practice consistently whatsoever on that. I actually really didn't practice at all on it. I bought the piano and it just sat in the house for decoration for most time. So fast forward to now, um, I'm learning to keep piano again. And like for the past month, I've been like hammering. I'm someone like on a daily basis, making sure I learn. And it gets to the point where Sunday came and now I'm now learning some theory and stuff and, and some things that I should have started learning to begin with. But, you know, a lot of these apps for you to self-learn are teaching you very incorrectly. So I'm learning all this now and Sunday when service is about to start. So I'm not singing Sunday and I'm not on the board soundboard. So Sister Lorna comes in and she's about to play and somehow I end up in the keyboard next to her. And during like prayer, she's flowing and playing and I'm actually playing along with her. Right? Surprising. Um, so, and now she's about to start giving me instruct lessons and everything. But yeah, so y'all be praying for a man and his dexterity and his fingers because I'm definitely going to need it. All praise to God, all these talents, all these gifts and abilities that I'm and skills that I'm honing are straight for God and they're from him and they're literally just for him. Yeah, man. Because this is not for me to go famous or nothing. First off, I don't really believe in the music industry anyway, and I don't want to be famous. But this is really just to worship him. Because like, Rodney, when I say this is all I've been doing, like, I got in there today and I was in at home doing this and I figured out, you know, started playing some worship chords and got to the church and started playing that before prayer started. I mean, I'm just putting myself in that zone and I'm like, this is what I've been missing out of my own personal worship life at home. The ability to just be able to create that atmosphere with the music on my own instead of having to put like instrumentals on if I want to hear it like that. It's um, it's about to be a new level. Right. And when you finally move down here and we crack and you know, and and we and we you know we get a house together and whatever everything you're gonna be able to partake in this. Not for real. Them writing sessions are gonna be crazy, man. Yeah. Cause man, I just need songs... you to learn to play cello. <laughs> cello. I love a cello. I can't help like listen. That's like... like the most random thing, but I love it. I love it. I love the spontaneity. I love cool. cellos, bro. They they're incredibly amazing. Um, you don't have to learn a cello, Rodney. You can learn something else. Yeah. I, I mean, I like the I like where you're going with it, you know. Hey, you know, we'll we'll find something else. Yeah, you, you know? can you can learn something. Like just learn something. Doesn't have to be the cello. You can learn okay. like like bass guitar. Hey, that that'd be good. That definitely be good. All right, we really off track. Um, we'll save okay. the, we'll save the roommate story for another time. Not for real, guys. Yeah, because that's that's gonna take a little bit. Yeah, because we about to wrap up this episode. Yeah. All right. All right, y'all. Um, thank you for tuning in on the God Man Podcast. Um, thank you for tuning in because right now we are in our Head of the Household series. Yes, we did part one and part two of What is a Husband? And we got this next episode. We can't wait for y'all to see. It's going to be amazing. Take notes because, you know, me and Mike definitely going to take notes as well. Um, this is the God Man Podcast. We are helping navigating man to lean towards God in this thing called life. And so, you know, I'm Rock. And Mike. And yes, you can follow us on 
the Godman Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you can follow Mike at Mike underscore Policier on Instagram. You can follow me at underscore Kingdom on Instagram. Like, comment, and share this episode if you feel this episode can help somebody, help your fellow man, help them fellow towards Christ because we're just doing God's work out here and we bless y'all and thank y'all for tuning in on this episode we are over 21 episodes now and, and it's been amazing Mike we started this off last year now we're in the new year with this episode oh my gosh it's crazy it's crazy uh yeah this is so when you're ready we can you know close out in prayer okay so uh <clears throat> I, yeah, I got it, because I continued since I started this earlier, too. Uh, Heavenly Father, Lord, God, we thank you just for another podcast that we were able to get together, oh, Father. We thank you for another a time of recap and reflection, oh, God, on what you have put together as far as content, what you have put together as far as a message for not just us, but for uh, a multitude of young men out there. And we declare that it will go out forth to a multitude of young men who are either struggling or just need to hear content like this from godly men that are trying to live themselves, live their, live for you, O Father, and live the life that you have ordained them to live, to live in purpose and fulfillments of your word and your will, O God. Lord, we ask that you bless everybody that is listening on this line, O God. And that you cover them with the blood of Jesus until we meet together again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And that will be all, folks. We will see you next time.